Chapter 1 of Baseball How to Become a Player. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elise D. Baseball How to Become a Player by John Montgomery Ward. Chapter 1 Theory of the Game. A Chapter for the Ladies. On account of the associations by which a professional game of baseball was supposed to be surrounded, it was for a long time thought not a proper sport for the patronage of ladies. Gradually, however, this illusion has been dispelled, until now, at every principal contest, they are found present in large numbers. One game is generally enough to interest the novice. She had expected to find it so difficult to understand and she soon discovers that she knows all about it she is able to criticize plays and even find fault with the umpire she is surprised and flattered by the wonderful grasp of her own understanding and she begins to like the game as with everything else that she likes at all she likes it with all her might and it is only a question of a few more games till she becomes an enthusiast it is a fact that the sport has no more ardent admirers than are to be found among its lady attendants throughout the country. Whoever has not experienced the pleasure of taking a young lady to her first game of ball should seize the first opportunity to do so. Her remarks about plays, her opinions of different players and the umpire, and the questions she will ask concerning the game are all too funny to be missed she is a violent partisan and at once takes strong sides and if her favorite team fails to bat well she characterizes the opposing pitcher as a horrid creature or when the teams have finished practicing she wants to know with charming ingenuousness which one but as she gets deeper into the principles of the game her remarks become less frequent and her questions more to the point until her well-timed attempts to applaud good plays and the anxious look at critical points of the game indicate that she has at last caught the idea unfortunately some men are not able to intelligibly explain the theory of baseball while others are so engrossed with the game that they do not care to be disturbed for the benefit of those ladies whose escorts either cannot or will not answer their questions i will attempt to set forth as clearly as possible the fundamental principles of the game there are always two opposing teams of nine players each and they play on a field laid out in the shape of a diamond as seen in time diagram on the following page at each corner of the diamond is a base and these are known respectively as home base first base second base and third base one of the teams takes the field that is each of its nine players occupies one of the nine fielding positions shown in the diagram and known as the pitcher catcher first base second base third base shortstop left field center field and right field the other team goes to the bat and tries to make runs a run is scored in this way one of the nine batting players takes his position at the home base and endeavors to hit the ball thrown to him by the opposing pitcher to some part of the field where it can neither be caught before touching the ground nor thrown to first base before the batter himself can run there if he can hit it far enough to allow him to reach not only first base but second or third or even home so much the better for when he has made the complete circuit of the bases his side is credited with one run if he cannot make home on his own hit he may be helped around by the good hits of succeeding batsmen for each one of the nine takes his regular turn at the bat 
This batting and running goes on until three of the batting side have been put out, whereupon the batting side take the field and the other team comes in to take its turn at bat and make as many runs as possible. When three of a batting side have been put out, that side is said to have had its inning, and each side is entitled to nine innings. A player is put out in various ways, principal among which are the following. If he strikes three times at the ball and misses it, and on the third strike the ball is caught by the catcher, a ball which passes over the plate between the height of the knee and shoulder and not struck out is called a strike just as though it had been struck and missed. The batsman is also out if the ball which he hits is caught by some fielder before touching the ground, or if having touched the ground, it is thrown to time the first baseman before the batter himself can reach that base. He is out if, at any time after having hit the ball, he is touched with it in the hands of a fielder when no part of his person is touching a base. There are lines drawn from the home base through the first and third base corners and continued indefinitely into the field. These are called foul lines, and any hit ball falling outside of them counts as nothing at all, unless, of course, it be caught before touching the ground, in which case it puts the striker out. Outside of the nine players on each side, there is another important personage, known as the umpire. He is not placed there as a target for the maledictions of disappointed spectators. He is of flesh and blood, and has feelings just the same as any other human being. He is not chosen because of his dishonesty or ignorance of the rules of the game, neither is he an ex-horse thief nor an escaped felon. On the contrary, he has been carefully selected by the President of the League from among a great number of applicants on account of his supposed integrity of character and a peculiar fitness for the position. Indeed, in private life, he may even pass as a gentleman. His duties are arduous. He must decide all points of play, though taking place on widely separated portions of the field. He determines whether a ball has been fairly pitched over the home base, whether a hit is fair or foul, or whether a player has been put out in accordance with the rules. In brief, he is expected to see all parts of the field at once and enforce the, all the principal and incidental rules of the game. It would not be strange, therefore, if he made an occasional mistake or fail to decide in a way to suit all. I have given thus concisely, and with the use of as few technical terms as possible, the first principles of the game. Many things are purposely left for the novice to learn, because any attempt to go into detail would prove confusing. For the instruction of those who wish to master the technical terms generally used, I subjoin some definitions. These are intended for beginners, and though not in all cases covering the entire ground, will yet convey the idea. Definitions. A batsman, batter, or striker is the player who is taking his turn at bat. A base runner is what the batter becomes instantly after having hit a fair ball, though for convenience of distinction he is often still called a batter until he has reached first base. A fielder is any one of the nine fielding players. A coacher is one of the batting players who takes his position within certain prescribed limits near first or third base to direct base runners and to urge them along. A fair hit is, generally speaking, a ball hit by a batsman which falls within the foul lines. A foul hit is one which falls without the foul lines. A base hit is a fair hit by a batsman which can neither be caught before touching the ground nor fielded to first base in time to put out the striker. It may be either a two-base hit, a three-base hit, or a home run according as two or three or four bases have been made on the hit without an intervening error. 
an error is made when a fielder fails to make a play that he should have fairly been expected to make a fly is a hit caught before touching the ground a muff is made when a fly or thrown ball striking fairly in the hands of a fielder is not caught a grounder is a hit along the ground a steal is made when a base runner gets from one base to another without the assistance of a base hit or an error a wild pitch is a ball thrown by the pitcher out of the fair reach of the catcher and on which a base runner gains a base a passed ball is a throw by the pitcher which the catcher should stop but fails and by his failure a base runner gains a base for the purpose of distinction the nine fielders are subdivided into the battery the infield and the outfield the battery means the pitcher and catcher the infield includes first second and third baseman and the shortstop and the outfield is composed of the left center and right fielders as for the theory of the game remember that there are opposing sides each of which has nine turns at the bat i e nine innings and the object of each inning is to score as many runs as possible a run is scored every time a player gets entirely around the bases either by his own hit alone or by the help of succeeding batters or by the errors of the opposing fielders and the team making the most runs in nine innings is declared the winner an inning is ended when three of the batting side have been put out and a player may be put out in various ways as before enumerated the umpire is not trying to be unfair he is doing the best he can and instead of abuse he is often deserving of sympathy end of chapter one